Welcome to the Good Talent Podcast. It's great to have your company. My name's Tony Nichols. I'm the CEO and founder of Good Talent Media, and we help organizations get their messages across. I'm joined by with John Sullivan, the Welshman. Great to be here, as always. Hey, mate, PR myths. Let's go through them and let's debunk them. Let's just, just do some straight talking. PR is dead. What a load of absolute shit. It is. I mean, to me, it's never been more vital. And, and we know that even just from a purely scientific and data point of view, the Google algorithm that seems to drive everything around the world now, PR articles and information and prominence, it helps drive that. And also, we also know from a personal point of view, there's a huge prestige associated with telling your stories and being the one who's in the media perceived to be an expert in your industry or sector. I'd like to sort of reflect why, like PR is dead. You know why that's commonly believed? Because people don't know how to do it. So I think nine out of 10 people have tried PR themselves and failed. So as opposed to me saying, I'm incompetent, I don't know how to fix Ferrari engines. You know, there's something wrong with Ferrari engines, right? Yes. That has to come from that. And then I think marketing people get into doing PR because they think that, well, PR does exist within that silo. Marketing people can't do PR, I promise you that, almost as a rule. So they start saying PR is dead. And I think that's where it's come from. Yeah, exactly right. I think um, when people talk about themselves sometimes, they don't feel confident to go out there and tell their story or tell their organisation's story. And often they see it as a distraction from what they would consider the primary course of of rolling out their services or, or their products. But we know, Tony, that by telling your story, you engage with people that can help your business and help your enterprise grow. And I think people are just reluctant to spend their time on it. And some people, we talked about presentation tips in one of our other podcasts. People get scared of putting themselves out there. That's what we need to media strike. There's also a control problem. Because I think when you do do PR, you're dealing with journos, you're dealing with other stakeholders, and you don't have total control over the message. No. Marketers don't like that. Marketers want total control. They do. It's not an advert, is it? It's very different. You have to engage with a first-tier journalistic enterprise where they will ask open questions and not scrutinise the information. And you have to be able to deal with that scrutiny and be prepared for it and present your information confidently but still stay on your message. Here's also PR's dead, according to marketers, because marketers would prefer you just spend shitloads of money with them. That's a good message protecting and upholding an industry. Yeah, but um, no, it's not the reality of the situation. There's a whole cycle of things you can do, and you, they must be done holistically. And PR is an integral part of that. And I think what's really made PR more relevant than ever is, is the digital imperative. There is a clear digital impact. Well, the algorithm changed. Yeah. And that's relatively new news to favour earned media, earned meaning, stories that the press tell on your behalf. It's cost you nothing. So, wow, that's incredible. Now, my mind's harking back to the height of COVID. The world's falling apart. We're all at home. We're all locked down here in Melbourne anyway. And then wasn't the um, Google, it was definitely Facebook, is arguing with the Australian government about their relevancy. So Facebook was going to be turned off for a period. That's right. Was there some sort of effect coming through on Google? I think the algorithm was going to be seriously hampered in some way. Yeah, there was some question as to what would it mean for for businesses and institutions that usually interacted through that platform. And it was probably a reality check. It probably highlighted the importance of these platforms in a way, but also it changed the emphasis from thinking, well, if we can't use those platforms, how do we tell our messages? How do we tell our stories? Our phones went crazy. And, you know, PR is dead. It's really nice. We network around the place and, you know, we can just get disregarded, right? Yeah. But then the phones came in and people started turning around because we became the go-to. 
and now with the algorithm changing, we're like we are the go-to. But but I think there's a big narrative there that gets people to believe this. We spend our life educating people otherwise. What about this one? There's no return on investment when it comes to PR. Yeah, I think that's a, a huge myth, of course. Uh, I think, again, it probably stems from people with a, with a marketing advertising focus. They're used to a, a real clear statistical input-output type of situation. But we know the reputation and being held in esteem is almost an intangible situation. We do measure it, of course, with the effort that we put in to try and place our clients. And obviously, when you get a client, a first-team media hit with access to huge potential uh, national and international audiences, it's a very hard thing to measure. You can't just click your fingers and measure that. It is intangible. Well, you can't put a price on credibility. You can't. So other people are talking about you. So what is PR? It's what people are saying when you're not around, yeah. basically, right? Well, that's your reputation. Yeah. So you leave a room, right? And I guess you go through different stages of confidence in your life. And Definitely. I don't certainly don't anymore. But I remember as a younger person, you'd leave a room and you yeah. shit, what are they saying about me? Yeah. Thank heavens I don't think like that anymore. But that is the reality of your reputation. Yeah. And it exists in your industry and I guess the market has referred to it as your positioning. Yes. So how are you positioned in people's minds? Now, another big drama here is um, people think PR is just a media release. Yeah, which is absolutely awful. You know, I've worked in places and, and had, as a journalist, emails sent to me. And most of the time, to be honest, you get thousands of them, so they just get deleted. It's not really a real thing for a journalist, you know. Some some outlets like the BBC have news gathering and they might filter out the very best. But then they go into this big diary where they're trying to work out, well, who are we going to send to these press conferences? And usually it's just dead. We know that the only way to really connect with a journalist is to either ring them or meet with them and explain a bit about what your organisation does and how it's helping people and give them access to, as you say, case studies, story partners and other experts who might be doing research on behalf of that organisation to tease out trends and stories that are relevant to the audience. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy, isn't it? Yeah. So you're doing it wrong. You're sending out mass releases. It's not working, so you sit back. And even your boss is cool with that. Oh, that's okay. Media's dead. Journos aren't interested. Yeah, it's inevitable. Yeah, but you're not acknowledging. You're just doing it completely wrong. Yes. So, yeah, but but we much, much, much prefer one journo at a time. Really good emotive case study. And doing some research and finding out who are the journalists that are writing about the issues that we're trying to get out there at the moment. Because they're the ones who are telling the story and they know where they want to take it next. And perhaps there's where you can surprise them and, get, and, and change the narrative. And you have to know who's out there doing what. Mm. I remember when I first left the newsrooms, um, I used to get phone calls. Oh, can you help me write a press release? Because that's, that's, people just thought that was PR. Yeah. But I just knew, although I knew nothing about business nine years ago, I just knew intuitively, nah, we've got to create the story. Yeah. The release is actually... There's nothing here. No. It's the yarn. It's a phone call with the elements of a really great headline, a lead, mm. of course, a partner, a case study, a call to action. As a journalist, there are things we know we have to tick off to tell a story completely and holistically. And if you can present that, or an agency can present that on your behalf, then you're in the news, you're getting respect. Well, you could be like, get my refund. A client of ours got on a current affair, got 40,000 leads. That's amazing, isn't it? That is incredible. Well, we put ourselves out of business there, <laughs> which is fine, right? We just want good relationships. Well, we, want, we like to be successful and we like to prove that we can we can do what we're saying and that's great news. Yeah. What have you got there? What do we need to debunk? Well, crisis PR, this is a big myth. Head in the sand. We've got a problem, let's say nothing. Tony, I've heard you speak extensively about this. You've got to control the story to tell the story. Yeah, you've got to write the story to control the story. And this story is going to keep spinning with or without you. And it could be the ex-staff members, it could be the disgruntled clients or whoever. Whilst you're saying nothing, they're writing the story. Yeah, and you've got to be proactive and brave. And, 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 And as you said, good leadership actually take actions that you can stand by and be in partnership with other people in a situation like that. Yeah, and I think that's another myth also. People think PR is just the crisis stuff. 
It's not. It's the profile building stuff as well. In fact, when you look at our little business, the crisis work is minuscule compared yeah. to the profile building work. There's two elements, isn't there? As you say, to protect and then promote. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Well, there you go, guys. So we're debunking some PR myths there. I think that's the most I've sworn in one of our podcasts. Yeah, well, let's, let's try and keep it down next time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks, John. Cheers, man.